The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Shot to the chest and ready It's your boy Chevy Chavri. I'm coming at you back for Shop to the Chest Radio. Sorry about the little hiatus we went on to. This week we have the newest signed member to the Major League Wrestling roster. That is Gino Medina coming at you right here in a minute. I just want to say stay tuned till next week. We have the godfather of Houston wrestling. That is Aiden Cristiano on the podcast. Every single person we have on this podcast talked about how Aiden has personally made them step up their game in this crazy uh, business we love called professional wrestling, man. So he's a big reason why some of the guys you love are as good as they are. And I'll say it and I'll say it again. Um, Aiden Cristiano, La Familia. He's the godfather of Houston wrestling. We have him on next week. But right now, we're just excited. We're just thanking all our sponsors. They're stinking amazing, helping us keep going every week. We're jumping in this um, audio ring with Mr. Gino Medina. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. It's your boy, Chevy Chavri, the Excellence of Podcast Execution. We are back with another week of amazing podcasting. I'm here with my man, Mr. 409 Nate Laws in the building. Tell him what it is, baby. Man, if you don't know, now you know. 409 more definitely in the building. And we got a special guest, man. This guy is so awesome. He's so amazing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you go into that, brother, I mean, we got we to gotta have warnings. We can't, just, uh, we can't just throw the guest out there. We have to... Let people understand that Chop to the Chest Radio is not responsible for any ladies listening to this, whether they get they get heart throbbed oh. and they get into a wreck if they're driving, oh. they're operating heavy equipment and, and smash somebody. Um, we're not responsible for any pregnancies that happen. Oh, so from, right from now, the, it's a disclaimer going on right now. Disclaimer. Okay, disclaimer. Chop to the Chest Radio is not not uh, responsible for any divorces that are going on, and it's going to happen because we have. As I said already, the Latin heartthrob, some refer to him as the Houston heartbreak kid. He is okay. your friendly neighborhood luchador. <laughs> he is incontable. Did I say that right? Intocable. Intocable. I'm working my Spanish. Divino. Well, I'm not there. El campeón. Del campeones. El fino. Divino. I got a last name though. What was that good? Medina. Oh, there you go. There you go. But I couldn't. I couldn't carry that out that long, brother. <laughs> Mr. Gino Medina in the building. You you picked up a last name in the last year. I did, man. I was like, hopefully he remembers my last name. So I did. Oh, I'm tripping out, man. The guys win the championships everywhere, and now he's got a last name. They added well, names too. You can win the championship, but to pick up a last name, come on, man. You're doing it, baby. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. Gino, first three-peat on Chop to the Chest Radio, Triple Crown winner in my book. You How guys, do you you guys love talking to me, huh? We do. Yeah, that's, yeah, why, do. that's why I'm the first woman, because you guys <laughs> just love talking that's it, to me. Right, right, Either right, that right. or I'm pretty interesting, one of those, mm-hmm. you know? I think, I think you're so. interesting, man. I mean, it's just... To see where you've been, where you're going, and everything is just, man, we got to bring you in. We got to talk about it, we've, man. We've covered your story. We've covered the beginnings. We've covered where you're at. I want to I talk about 2019, maybe a little bit of 2018. It seems like everywhere I look, 
You are. Every time I, you pop up on my news feed, you're somewhere in this country <laughs> winning title belts, kicking people in the faces. Um, for, for all our new listeners, let's spend, like I said, maybe a minute or two. Who is Gina? A little backstory. Where you started? How old you were when you started? What inspired you to get in this business? Real quick. Uh, my inspiration, of course, is my dad. Uh, you know, I started out uh, going to shows, you know, as a... Just a couple of weeks ago, I got reminded of, of a story that my dad would take me to the locker rooms back in AAA as a baby. <laughs> as a right. baby, just to kind of, like, you know, talk to the boys and kind of show me off and whatnot. I was yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. Who, who told you the story? Uh, when, I, when my mom did. Okay. My mom did. And then because we were talking about this other wrestler that knew me as a baby, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, uh, you know that guy knew you, right? I was like, really? From where? She's like, oh, yeah, like you're when you were a baby, your dad used to take you over there. I was like, what? This, that's crazy. Could just think, just to think about it, I'm like, man, I've been in the, in the business <laughs> since I was a baby. <laughs> That's I'm right. like, what? Uh, but how of course, old are you now? I am 23, man. So for 20, the last 23 years, yes. Gino's been getting ready for this moment. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just crazy because you know I started training at four, uh, 14, right? Right. Uh, but you know, my whole life has been wrestling. Man. I've been around it ever since I can remember, man. Being at my grandma's house, she had a bunch of like act, wrestling action figures. You know, she had a like a, like her own little wrestling ring yeah. that they made for them. Uh, so I for the remember, action figures, yes, not yes, your yes. grandma. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I thought your grandma had her <laughs> no, own no, little wrestling somebody, ring. Somebody, somebody made them that ring, and yeah. it was like a real like you know the, like the ones you buy at Walmart. Or actually, but, but, but it was from Mexico. Was it from Mexico or no? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, the last show, who were we talking about? We were talking to somebody about I think uh, a fly deaf about mm-hmm. how they had all these action figures. When I was a kid, I had those ones from Mexico that were just like this, arm up, arm down. They couldn't yeah, move. I had those too. That, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Gino feels me. Gino feels me on those. Yeah, I had those, but then like I guess my grandpa. Made this like ring, this like you know like the like the little WWE ring. Yeah, yeah but he built one. Was it wooden? He built one. No, no, it was okay. wooden. It was like it was like metal. Yeah, Dang. it was pretty legit. Well, it was fabricated, like he said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like steel, and I was like, "What is this?" And it was it was a cool ring, right. and you can only play with it if you were like good that day, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, you tried to be good that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. was like, <laughs> "I never got to touch that ring." Yeah, man. I never got to see so, it. So ever since I can remember, man, I've I've been you know been in the business, you know. I had wrestling, you know, around me since I was a kid, man. So, uh, you know, I've been in it forever, man. I started training yeah. at 14. Uh, I started training at 14 here in Houston. Uh, down in, like, uh, there used to be this uh, flea market. Pretty sure you remember. Dio Panchos? Uh, or Armadillo. I, oh, Armadillo. okay, I know. I know Armadillo flea yeah. market, yeah. I started uh, wrestling there, you know, at uh, 16. I started training, uh, wrestling there. I started training at this little boxing uh, little gym. From there, I went to like this warehouse, and then from that warehouse, I went to somebody's backyard, and from somebody's backyard, I went to this other random ring, and then from that ring, I went to this flea market. I started training at the flea market, and then from there on, uh, I guess I started getting like good at it. So I was like, okay, this is like st- starting, yeah, yeah. stuff starting to pick up, and then from there, that's when I came to Booker's, and then I started training on Booker's, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. That's amazing. Well, yeah, Let, let's go ahead. Sorry to something. cut you off, but, no, man, you but never this, cut me is, off, brother. this is what we're talking about right here. It's like Everybody starts from somewhere, right? It's not where you start, it's where you finish, right? Right. So we say Gino was talking about he started in one place in the backyard, then he's going to warehouses, then he going to the flea market, and now look where he is. And look at all the things he's accomplished. He started wrestling with his grandma on her ring that she <laughs> I know, built. Man, I know. And, you know, while I'm a baby, you know, take me to Annie House, Uncle House, stuff like that. Yeah. He's getting introduced to AAA wrestlers. Right. And, like, and his dad, like, this is my son, he's going to be the man. And look at it. Come to fruition, 
years later, boom, look where he is. Right, we're climbing tree houses. Gino's climbing top ropes. You know there what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so yeah. that's beautiful. Beautiful. We're talking 2019. Let's fast forward. Kind of little backstory. We've heard the Gino. If you have not heard our Gino podcast, this is number three. Like we said, go back. You can get on Chop to the Chest Radio at uh, bnepod.com, and you can go back and look up our past uh, episodes, and you can hear the Gino stories. Man, this year, it seems like you've been on fire. You've been everywhere. Do you know off the top of your head how many titles you've won? I uh, yeah um, I was don't like, act like he's like, oh, oh, yeah. like there's so many I can't even he's running out of toes he just counted everything how how many titles I won yeah this total year? just total, oh, total. in your life oh yeah. I don't know but I know I've won the reality wrestling championship three times another three oh, times first, three time on first our show. ever first ever yeah three piece oh. yeah man yeah first ever third. Three alumni chopped to the chest. I think this this is a good thing. You yeah, know, three is a good year for me. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. won that three times, and uh, right now I'm currently the 2G heavyweight champion, the VCW heavyweight champion, the Gulf Coast Wrestling champion, uh, champion, and then I'm the Bull of the Woods uh, heavyweight champion. I think that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, it's and like then, a trophy, right? Yeah, the Bull yeah. of the Woods. Yeah. No, no, it's more of a. They turned into a belt. It's a championship. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get an honorable mention. He's just heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah. Where? What's really going right. on? You can't wear all those belts, bro. You should hire me just to follow you and carry them around for you. I need a loose one, I, man. I come yeah. out. I'm, I'm like, oh. I'm going to let somebody beat me for It's getting heavy, bro. It's getting heavy, he says. So I'm going to have to do that. And then I think it's next month, I'm teaming up with Hayan. I've seen the, the, Latin, the Latin resistance. Yeah, the Latin yeah. Re- renaissance. Oh, renaissance. Bro. Yeah, sorry. bro, Latin <laughs> renaissance. We're pugs, sir. I'm we're, sorry. We're wrestling. We're all day in AQA, yeah, Lucha Brutal. Where's that at? In Dallas. Okay. <sighs> yeah. All right. And then Take from a road there. Trip, road trip, road baby. Mm-hmm. Road and, trip, baby. And then that. from there, that's like, a, that's like one part of the tournament. And, the second, and then the final. This is a semi, uh, semi-final match, right? And from there, we're going to go into the finals match. Mm-hmm. And then from there. We might win the the Lucha Brutal Tag Team Championship. So, what? Oh, so I'm yeah. gonna get another championship. Intergender, that's right. Intergender, yeah, man. Is that, have, you, have you taken a picture with all the titles you have right now? Do they let you no, carry them home now? No, no, I haven't done that. Mostly because in uh, Virginia they don't let me take my championship. Right, right. I'm scared I'm gonna lose it. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, me. they're all you're all Chris Jericho, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Gino's like, what is her taco truck? He sets his title down, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty. So. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty reckless with those. How, how did you get involved in so many promotions? How does how does one say say there's a there's a rookie out there listening? They're like, how the heck does Gino get booked everywhere? What how did it come for you, man? Um, honestly, uh, the first time I came here to Booker's, mm-hmm. that that mostly happened because of Aiden Cristiano. I'm pretty sure I told you that story before. You know, they need a luchador at at a reality wrestling. They're like, hey, let's get a Gino. Who at the time I was Thunderjet. Oh, right? yes. At a cool little I, mask. I don't understand why that's not making a, a comeback. But right. You know, <laughs> I'm saying. And then from there on, I uh, I came here. If to, you work two matches, you make them pay you twice. Thunderjet yeah, one, Gino true. is the other one. There you go. Tell them about it I've done that before. <laughs> I believe yeah, you. Had two two different you. masks. Uh, but yeah. I, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Aiden Cristiano. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Aiden Cristiano yeah. brought me here to reality wrestling, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then from there on, man, I, for me, what it what it's always been, I just I just try to work, 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 right. work, and keep working until, start, like, stuff starts mm-hmm. coming together, man. And I never, I never sit there and complain. I never sit there and, like, try to wait for, you know, stuff to be handed to me. I always just try to work for it, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't ask promoters for bookings. 
uh, promoters just come up to me now. They're like, hey, we want to we want to we want to use you. Yeah. Mostly because I go to other promoters and I show them what I can do, and then from there on they see what I can do. So they're like, hey, let's get Gino on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Booker said it one time. It's like, hey man, if you if you think you're good enough and you're working in there, promoters are gonna come to you. You, know, yeah. you don't have to ask for uh, you know for work because promoters are gonna come to you. Right, right. And I'm I've been very uh, blessed. For that, for you know, for that stuff to kind of happen, you know, yeah. for be able, to be able to go out there and kind of get people that performance where you know people just come to me now and just asking for uh, for stuff like that. Even with like MLW, people ask me like, "Hey, uh, who did you talk to? Like, who were you talking to about MLW?" I was like, "I didn't talk to anybody." Right? They so, just came to me. Man, you jumped in that. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about it. I'll mm-hmm. save that for later on. We can jump into it and come back to some other stuff. Major League Wrestling. Yeah. Gino Medino. Gino Medina, 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 Gino Medina, Intocable, Intocable, yeah, just got signed, brother. How does that? How does that make you feel? Uh, it's kind of cool. Like not you're just saying it right right now, saying you just got signed. It's pretty cool because I didn't think I was gonna like. You know, sometimes you just like kind of just sit there, you know, after doing this for right. so long, and you're like, man, like. What if I never get signed? What if I yeah. am just not Well, because yeah. at the ripe old age of 23, most people are just launching their career. And, again, you've been in the ring since you were a diaper. So it, it's like if, for you it feels like a like an eternity of you waiting. And then now, I mean, let's let's keep it real. Let's pull the curtain back. I mean, there's a lot of your friends that are starting to get signed to major um, guys you've wrestled with, been in the ring with. Maybe they even owe you a little bit of their career for some of the training you give to them. And you're like, where where's my – you know what I'm saying? Everybody probably has to think that. No, um, not, not for me though. I feel yeah. like uh, I don't. I kind of don't see it that way. I'm, I'm mostly like happy for like when I see like Sammy. Yes, and, uh, for sure. I'm, I'm not saying shout you're, out I'm to not, Sammy. I'm not. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. You know, even even Kylie Ray, mm-hmm. uh, my other friend Austin Theory, and then like other people like right. that. I I never kind of I never been the type to kind of like be like, hey, this guy's doing that. Well, when, when am I gonna be able to do right. that? It, to me, it just kind of like kind of just pushes you. You know, yeah. like hey, my friend just got signed. Why can't I get inside? Right, you're like I'm as good as them. (laughs) You're like not that. It kind of just pushes you to keep keep working and keep working, right? Because you see that that you that it's possible. Yeah, that it's possible. You're like I was just eating dinner with this guy. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Yeah, man. So it's kind of like it's kind of like that. It just kind of like it just pushes you to you know try to be uh, try to be better. You know, because I've seen people like Sammy. I've seen people like Kylie. I've seen the way Kylie works and I've seen how how uh, disciplined she is when she does you know certain stuff. So I see what you what you got to do to get there. So I'm like. I do all this as well, you know. So, right. you know, eventually it will come. It's coming. Out. Yeah. So, what, how did you? How did it go? Major League Wrestling. They shoot you a call. They shoot you an email. What? What went down? It was an email. It was an email at first. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm like, I'm like, I don't check my emails. You know, right. I'm 23. Right, right. You know, right, 23 right. year olds don't really check their emails. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's been sitting there since he was 20. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he's yeah, like, I'm oh, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, I just check my Twitter, right. my Instagram, and stuff. Not not my email sometimes, uh, but. The way that works, I got a, I got an email on, and I mean I got a DM on Twitter, and they were like, "Hey, check your emails," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I checked my emails. They're like, "Oh, very interested." And I was like, "What?" And so I basically got contacted through Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah. Who? So Major League Wrestling yeah, told yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Because they, they've been waiting for about two years, probably, for you to get back <laughs> to them. Yeah. Right. And, um, and so what? What did you? Again, I, I, and you know, Chop the Chest Radio is, is is a love letter to local wrestling. So yes, we can hear the story, but I like getting to the, to the heart of the matter. Like, man, as a, as somebody who's been fighting, you know, their whole life to kind of get to this point, what's running through your head? What's running through your heart when you're reading this? Like, um, uh, what's your reaction? 
it's pretty it was pretty exciting just just reading it because I'm just like like because uh, like I always felt like kind of what I said before where it was like hey you don't have to go out there and ask for stuff because you know it'll come to you but sometimes it gets to your head right like oh maybe I do have to go ask for that you yeah. know uh, but you know seeing that I'm like okay people think I'm that good so where did <laughs> they hear about Gino. I don't know. Apparently, they just started hearing about me more and more and more. And then, like, people, like, fans were, like, you know, you know how Twitter is. They were, like, hey, who do you want to see wrestle here? And fans were, like, putting my name on there. Like, really? Yeah, I want to see Gino. I want to see Gino. And Gino leaving them on red. So, <laughs> so for, for our listeners who maybe haven't heard of Major League Wrestling, because um, they're, they're, they're kind of a, a big dog in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe not top, top tier as, you know, the, the E when, again, who's on that level. But, um, and you don't hear their name, like, all the time, but I looked him up, man. You know, or no, Jim got signed. I've seen them, I've seen highlights of their stuff come across my feed, and da da da. I said, let me dig into this. There's a lot of second generation wrestlers that make up that roster, man. And I think uh, it's almost like um, it just has a vibe of like like a legacy, like a history. When you, when you talk about these names, the, the Hart Foundation, which is what Teddy Hart, Dave Boy Smith Jr., um, La Parka's sons. Are over there, right? Or his son isn't Laparka there as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and is. and Laparka, um, I think uh, Jacob Fatu wrestles through there. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. Brian Pillman Jr. Heck yeah! And now Gino, son of what was your dad's name again? Sanguinario. That's right. You know, yeah. there's no way I was going to say yeah, that. I can't say that. And now, and so again, just another legacy add-on. Have you like really looked at that picture? Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it like that, uh, but. Uh, I feel like I'm just excited for the whole, like, roster in general. Like, yeah. I see the, the second generation, but then I see, like, the vets that are there. Like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you got uh, Loki. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got Loki there. You got uh, Austin Aries, uh, Davey Boy Smith, who is just also a second generation. Yeah. But you got so many different guys, and I'm just excited to wrestle. You know, I do see those guys as well. But I'm like, man, I want to wrestle with these guys. You yeah, know, Because yeah. I just want to – I'm not saying I can't learn from these guys, but I just – I know I'm going to learn a lot more from – Austin Aries is just by talking to the guy, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm really excited about that part, you know. And then, of course, I'm really excited to wrestle, you know, El Hijo de la uh, de L.A. Park, uh, wrestling him because, you know, he, uh, his dad and my dad started off together, so I think it would be pretty cool to actually get in yeah. just kind of, yeah. like, go at it, you know. They, they got him. Brian Pimmel Jr., I met him before. I met him, like, really, like, young in his career, too. I think he was, like, he had, like, a one-match in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then to see him now... That guy, that guy's just learning and kind of just—he's a sponge when it comes to like you know, uh, seeing him now from when I saw him, I'm like, okay, this guy's learned a lot. So, so it's pretty exciting to be able to wrestle with guys like him, man. Right. So, are we? I'm, I'm guessing we are your first, your first interview since you've been signed. Uh, yes. That's right. What? That's right. Yeah. I jumped on that. I said, my boy got signed. Let me get him on the podcast. <laughs> um, what? Who is or what is? Will you say if you're described a new fan, maybe has never heard of Major League Wrestling? Let's talk about them as a whole. What do you What do you say about them? Um, I feel like uh, I feel like with anything in wrestling right mm-hmm. now, like you uh, let's say you don't like one type of wrestling, let's say you don't like uh, Impact Wrestling, right? You can easily go watch AEW. Right. Let's say you don't like AEW, you can go watch NWA. <laughs> Let's right. say you don't like NWA, you can go watch MLW. Right. If you don't like MLW, you go go watch WWE. You right. know, and if you go from there, you know, and it's just one of those right now. It's just so much wrestling right now that you can just add that to one of one of the stuff you watch uh, during the week. You know, uh, last night I was just watching NWA, uh, and it was, it was pretty good. I was watching. Uh, 
I was watching NWA and I was watching I was watching reality wrestling. I was watching mm-hmm. reality wrestling, NWA, and then I was watching Raw. You know, that's a lot of wrestling. That is. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool because we're at a time where we can watch whatever. all the wrestling yeah. we want and whatever. whatever and and not even to mention want. on social media that there's entire pages dedicated to. You're like, I got, I literally, I'm at work, I'm going to the restroom, I have three minutes, boom, I can catch at least a couple spots on the phone while, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, so, so MLW is that, man. It's just uh, it's something else that you can watch, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we do have a. a I think our talent can go up against any other talent, you know, around right now. And I feel like our talent, you know, kind of goes head head to head with any other talent uh, they got right now. And I think, uh, I don't know, I feel like MLW has, like you said, a lot of second generations and whatnot. Uh, but a lot of people know they've been around for a while, man. They've been around since, like, uh, I believe, like, the 20-something, 20, 20, I think it was... 2002, I think. Remember, so, yeah, I think maybe yeah. 15, 20 year run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they had like a small run, and then I, I believe they stopped, and they started just going mm-hmm. back again, and just catching and, bigger names. Yeah, and, man. And they've so, had all the names you see now, like NXT and like AEW and whatnot. Yeah, they've been through MLW. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you got like ACH. Mm-hmm. You got uh, MJF. Uh, he's still over there right now. You got ACH. I thought we'd say ACH. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got uh, Matt Riddle. ACH yeah. left and came back again. <laughs> You're right. Uh, uh, you got Matt Riddle. You know, you got a bunch of the guys that have been, been through it. You got Pentagon on there. Pen- yeah. Pentagon's been there. As, Phoenix. So he, Santa Guevara. Being with AEW, can they come back through MLW? Uh, I'm not sure about that. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anything about that because I don't know. Yeah, right, but uh, right. I do see uh, like, a lot of the... The same roster, like you know, you got MJ, and then you yeah. being signed to MLW. I think everybody's big question on their mind is, will we still see you at a reality of wrestling? Uh, you'll see me, uh, you see me around, but not as much. Okay, I feel like you know, I'll still be here, but uh, I do have like you know, I have to do MLW because I am signed there, and yeah, I, yeah, that I have to, but, but it's know. an exclusive signing. Exclusive uh, yes, contract. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. But not so, exclusive. They're, they're allowing you to wrestle other promotions. Yes, yeah, so under allowed, their yeah, under moniker. Their, yeah. So, and, I, and I'm just, I have to make all their dates to win that type of thing. Yeah. You know, uh, which I don't mind because, you know, this, uh, I'm not too sure when I'm start for them. Probably, you know, November, December. I'm not sure. Okay. But I, uh, there are some of the different places that I'll be going to. And now that part's really exciting because I'm just like, okay, I get to go debut here and I get to go debut over. And this, and are this. they, so they're a traveling entity? Yes. Yes. Okay. I believe uh, they do shows in uh, Orlando. That's their main, main little thing. They go to Philly. They go to Chicago. They go to uh, New York. They go to, um, they go. To, they come to Dallas. They come to Texas. They, I believe they're going to Texas, and uh, they come to Texas in uh, January. No Houston. I don't know about Houston. Maybe, 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 you know, maybe you can talk they, to they them. They might make a special squeeze them in there. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, you man. can you can uh, okay. arrange maybe a little NL, N, MLW versus yeah, Rose yeah. little combo. Maybe yeah. you're the the ticket to that. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Yeah, and I so. just everybody. I am Chevy Chavaria. Not only do I execute podcast excellently, um, I also love to speed behind the camera. I run Kingston Deville Photography. Jump on your Facebook right now. Look up Kingston Deville. Add us as a friend. We'd love to be your friend. If you need headshots, family shots, maternity shots, weddings, anything, we do it all. That's Kingston Deville Photography and Design. Um, We love being behind the camera. We love catching these moments 
that you can just freeze in time forever. It is what we do. We are super passionate about. Not for you to be excited tomorrow, but 10 years down the road, we want you to look at that picture and still be in love with that moment. Kinks in the Ville Photography. Jump on Facebook. Look up Kinks in the Ville right now. Right. <laughs> I can mean, just see the storyline is writing itself. Everybody thinks it's just Gino is reality wrestling. And he comes in, you know, MLW, baby. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's one of those things. It's not scary, but it's great. Oh, yeah. Punch, punch, now punch him again. So now we're bringing that up. Let's Pop. talk about that. How, how did he that? But I remember he was yeah. in the handle book, and I was well, I in saw there. Him right there. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's on he's on a poster on the yeah, wall. So I didn't want to Because, you know, we are recording at the Booker T World Gym Arena. We guys mm-hmm. got to give them shout out, shout out Why'd to. Why'd you say poster on the wall, man? Reality resting. I was trying to say he was actually. Oh, like in the room, in the room. Talking. Talking trash. Then you talk smack. Was that the first time in front of a crowd you put your hands on? book uh yes okay yes, how did yes. that what was rolling through your head how did you feel about that let's uh, talk let's set it up when was that that was uh i don't know like july june right yeah uh but uh i think it might have been before that too mm-hmm. not too do you sure. remember the event it was no no yeah. it was a, uh like a regular reality wrestling okay. taping uh but yeah it, it just happened man he was uh, i was gonna punch him so i was like man so I'm gonna punch Booker T right now. I'm gonna punch him with all I got right now. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not. Gonna, I'm not gonna push him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna punch him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which was hard because he had a he had this little cool suit on. So I was like, man, I don't want to mess the suit up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm gonna punch him though. That's yeah, real. Yeah. I wanna hit. I wanna hit him. I wanna mess up. The yeah, yeah. Right, right. He has a cool suit. You know, yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to mess that up. comes back. He's like, nobody makes me bleed, bleed, bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Yeah, man, but Booker Booker's cool though, man. Uh, oh, then you know what? That was December. I just remembered. Was it already? No. Yeah. Well, I do remember they had a show where uh, it was a confrontation. I don't want to say nothing, but if you go back, you might see your boy holding it, Gino oh, back, like, yeah. "Hey, man, hey, hey, oh, you can't okay. be doing all that." You know, thank you, bro. You you, know. you helped them out. You know, oh, I was uh, I, I was trying to. I got to look out for the boss. I can't, boss I man, can't man. say anything, man. He'll, Next thing you know, he's on his podcast, you know, right, talking right. mess about me. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. But don't listen to our podcast, bro. You don't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> and and he's listening right now. So, oh, tell me he just didn't say that. I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, man. That, that's awesome, man. Like I said, we're uh, saw, saw your signing. Just super proud watching your journey. Again, we were talking about before we jumped in the Major League Wrestling conversation. Um, man, how does it feel to jump into all these territories, all these different things? And and how uh, let's talk about their crowds. Or what, what's different from one place to the other? Do they feel different? Is there a crowd that you're just like, bro, I know when I step in front of it's going to uh, you know, be on fire. So what, uh, what about It's that? very exciting to go to like different, different places, man, because mm-hmm. uh, not that I, not that I hate it, but like I wouldn't like going to, you know, I wouldn't like going to, uh, you know, New Jersey, driving all the way to New Jersey, and then wrestling a guy from Texas, you know, because I'm just like, man, I came all over here to get a different experience, right? Yeah. Uh, but now that I go get to go to different places, uh, you know, not just once, but a couple of times, I get to get in the ring with a, a lot of different guys, you know, from lucha style, from like you know American wrestling, from Japanese yeah. wrestling, from British wrestling, you know, it's just so different that you learn different different styles, you yeah. know. I've never been like, uh, we're wrestling, you got to be very open minded. Because when it comes down to it, it's an art, you know. So you have to just kind of, you know, just 
just kind of you know get kind of right. make everything work you know right so uh you, you have to you have to be teachable you have to be on your toes yes, you have yes. to learn to adjust yeah yeah and yeah. what i mean from that is that uh you got to be able to go different styles and kind of like learn off them and see right. why they work you know you never want to have a close mind with something like a lot of people see like you know hardcore wrestling and they're like ah oh, those guys can't wrestle, you know, they're right, just right. doing hardcore. But but there is an art to, you know, having a hardcore match, you right. know. A lot of people see, like, Lucha Libre, and they're like, oh, they're just, you know, flipping around, yeah, and, yeah. you know, doing this dives and stuff. But there's an art to wrestling, you know. But then a lot of people see pro wrestling, you know, what we're used to, like WWE. And they're like, oh, those guys are just talking, and they don't really do much. Yeah. Uh, but there's an art to pro, to pro wrestling, you know. So there's different uh, styles that you learn. And you learn how to like, you know, like every single one of them because mm-hmm. you know, you kind of you kind of learn off on them. And, you know? and, and that probably is what helping you get your name out there because no matter where they're putting you in the ring or in the roster or in the the card lineup, you're killing it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you can well, hang. I'm trying. I'm you trying. Know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but from that you learn because now you you got all these different styles, and now you go to I don't know a Dallas, and you got to wrestle a, a different style there uh, that you learn up. In Virginia, you know, like, okay, I got it. I did this over there and it worked. Let me see if it works here, you know. But then you learn how to work uh, smaller crowds and you go to, I don't know, uh, Oklahoma. You go wrestle in Oklahoma and in Oklahoma it's a different style of wrestling because they're like more of the old school wrestling and whatnot. So you got to learn how to wrestle their style, you know. Uh, You just got to wrestling everybody. I did say it's an art and one you with art, I I guess you kind of express yourself. But also you got to... you gotta uh, be aware of the crowd. A lot of people aren't aware of the crowd, right. or, like what they want. A lot of people are just like, "Oh, I want to do this, and I want to do." They this just want to get their stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people just rest for themselves. When you rest for yourselves, for themselves, that's when you're messing up. You gotta, yeah. you're doing it for them. You're doing it for the crowd. Uh, and if you do it for the crowd, they'll respond back. And when they respond back, you you just feel a lot yeah. bigger out there, man. You're just more confident. You're in there. Uh, you know, kind of hitting each other, you know, right. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> and then, like, you just kind of getting excited in there. And you just give everybody a bigger performance, man, right. when there's stuff like that, where it's like when you're working for the crowd and the crowd is working for you and everything just comes together real real good, man. And um, that's that's what I mean, kind of just going different places. That's kind of what I learned, kind of how to work different styles and seeing what works where. Right. You know? That Virginia crowd seems like they either love you or hate you, right? Yeah, I man. mean, yeah. so they seem like a crowd that's just, all in one way or the other. Um, how long have you been wrestling for? Was it Virginia Championship Wrestling? It's uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's VCW, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been wrestling for them for like three years, probably mm-hmm. three or four years. Um, I've been a, I've been a good guy most of the time over right. there. You know, uh, so it's getting to the point where they're like, "Okay, we like you, Gino, but." Being all our favorite dudes, you know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just oh, well, you know, like, what do I do? For but, but this happens everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. The guys hate me, man. The guys hate me. The kids and like, girls love me, man. right? 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 Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, it's just hard, ladies you love know? you. I think yeah. guys want to be it, you know. I don't think go, that's man. The, like, I don't know, like, know? what the issue is. I'm just like, I remember, like, um, speaking of, uh, Miss Kylie Ray wrestled for AEW, did some stuff with Impact, and I saw you guys throw down. 
at heavy metal wrestling in San Antonio, the cool thing about that particular heavy metal show is there is no barriers. So the <laughs> crowd's right up against the uh, 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 aprons, and uh, Gino comes in, and the, they freaking hate you over there. But it's beautiful. Like, they're so, like, just angry, yelling at him. And he, you know, so the crowd's up against the apron, and they're, they're slapping on the thing. And Gino steps over the rope onto the apron and just starts stepping on their hands, <laughs> kicking their hands out. And I was just like, it's beautiful, beautiful. I think he got a tear in his and, eye right and, now. And, and, dude, like, yes. I did. It was great, and then you know, just halfway through the match, you know, throw moves, whatever, which was a which was a an amazing match, by the way. Um, and I, I felt it was special too because you did a lot of training with Miss Kylie Ray. Yes, and yes, yes. and so to see you guys in the ring, um, you know, uh, working, it was you know you could just tell there was an energy, there was a. But you know, you know, halfway through, beat up Kylie, just start yelling at the crowd, just ah, and the crowd reacted like. You know, insane. Like they, they hate you over there. Which I mean, you know, San Antonio. Yeah. Not a Hispanic crowd. Hispanics are really passionate about everything. You know, um, I was talking to a dude today um, that never really heard of like uh, it was yesterday. Hispanic punk rockers, and okay. I was like, bro, like Hispanics are passionate about whatever they do. You know, <laughs> so Spanish punkers are just like insane hardcore. There's this band called uh, uh, Pinata Protest that. Come out, they're, I like pu- that. they're punk rock, <laughs> but they're half Tejano too. So they have accordions oh, okay. and they, they dress punk rock, but they have the boots that curl up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And so their songs are like those old songs about being in the bar and drinking and crying and whatever. But it's like punk rock, you know. And so it's just it's beautiful. So man, that particular show, seeing you, you know, I see you all the time at Row. It's always amazing but seeing you out of your element, seeing you jump into these other promotions and kind of adapting to who yeah. you want to be. Um, yeah. it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, man. So. I like to uh, I like to take pride in where whatever crowd I mm-hmm. get in front of I can get a reaction out of them right. I don't like if you either like me or you don't right, <laughs> I'm right. gonna get a reaction you force an emotion yeah. Right. yeah 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 I'm I'm trying to make and it I don't think it's like ah, he's okay I think it's like you're gonna love Gino or he, he's like man I hate this guy so much to the point where you <laughs> yeah, love you're gonna the remember room. me after the show since <laughs> we're talking about that let's talk about it since we're talking about it okay so I'm watching a video and I'm seeing Gino come out the music playing and he's just coming out and he's looking People got signs. You're taking the sign. You're tearing the signs up. And I mean, I seen somebody come with a laminated sign, and you look at them like, really? And you just like, T- tell us about that, man. What where did that come from, man? Because uh-huh. I-, I love it, man. It's just the crowd interaction. Because people like literally give you the sign so you can tear it up, and it's like, yes, Cheeto took my sign up. You know, talk to us about that, man. Um, it kind of it kind of just happened, man. It's just a type of things where like uh. Uh, kind of how I was saying earlier, if like the crowd wants to be part of the part of the performance, man, so you just right. gotta let them. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, everybody, everybody else is so worried about. Hey, I want to do this cool little entrance and you know run this way and walk this way and jump up the ring this way and do this. You just gotta, you just gotta give it to the crowd. You know they want, they want to be in there. You just gotta let them. You know. So one day I just came out and this kid just had a Gino sign and I just grabbed it. Ripped it, and I've never seen a, a kid like sadder than him. Man, he was he was just devastated. <laughs> he sat down. He he didn't even look up at me. He just sat down, and just didn't say a word. And I just remember everybody was booing. And I'm just like, all right, cool. You, know, <laughs> like, all right, you already cool. paid a ticket, kid. So <laughs> I, I saw uh, in this last show, Abel Andrew Jackson was coming back to the curtain, and this like little heavier set kid says. <laughs> You suck, Abel. And Abel stops the platform before he walks and turns around. He's like, no, you suck, you fat kid. 
the kid was done for the show. I didn't hear one word after the kid. Um, and I thought it was beautiful. You know, if that kid's going to scream at these wrestlers, he better get ready to, that's true. to get that's screamed back. True, exactly what you just said, man. I think that's where, again, Chop to the Chest Radio, love letter to local wrestling, finding, looking at this thing as a whole picture, as this art form, as this almost painting from from every single person that walks the door because i think you're right a lot of wrestlers are like oh this is our show this is this and that and they think the magic's only in the ring but the real beauty of wrestling it extends past the ring into the audience from wall to wall from arena to arena from the announcers to the ref to the to the uh, the commentators to everything is a part of this big beautiful art piece that if done correctly can be one of the most gorgeous things you've ever seen and so i think it's good that you're thinking on that level of not just Oh, let me show what Gino can do. But again, you're bringing in that kid with the sign to feel something at the end. That kid's never going to forget you. He is never going to forget <laughs> you when you ripped his sign. Um, and I think people want to be, you know, um, you're destroying their property. They spent hard, hard time making, but they're just handing it over freely because they do want to be a part of this interaction. Forget about the real world a little bit and get get sucked into this magic of professional wrestling. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, man. And that's where it comes down to it, to like uh, kind of how you said it, just. You know, just get in, just watching wrestling, just putting your all in that, man. And that's what it what it comes mm-hmm. down to, man. It's just like any other, you know, show. It was like any other movie or whatever that you watch. You want to get sucked in and just, you know, and just get in. I don't, have you guys watched the new Joker movie? No, I have seen the new have Joker you movie. It? I haven't seen it yet. We spo- okay. we giving some spoilers? We no, got no, 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 no spoilers, but I don't know if you remember the scene where he's just having a rough day, man. Mm-hmm. He's having that rough day, and he just goes watch. He he goes and watches a movie. Uh, movie. No, it's not even the movie. He go watches on TV with his mom. Yeah, yeah. And he just gets sucked into the show. Right, right, right. He feels like he's in the show. That I I watching that scene, I was like, man, that's what I want. The people, you know, I want. The, yeah. I want, if they're having a uh, you know rough day, man, they just had a, a you know. I don't know if I could say shitty, shitty, shitty yeah, day at work. Yeah. <laughs> the shitty day at work uh, or whatever. Yeah. They just go home and go watch from wrestling, man, and then yeah. just kind of get sucked in, man, and just kind of forget about whatever happened that day. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what you're doing, man. You're wrestling full time now. Yeah, man. That's okay. it. You've been chasing that dream. Yeah, man. Since you were in diapers. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I and told somebody that, that uh, a while back, oh, well, a couple of days ago, they were like, hey, uh, so I'm like, are you happy now with like, MLW? I'm like, Honestly, man, all I ever wanted was just to get, like, to make wrestling my full-time job. Right. And, and we've had like, that conversation yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And you I know? feel like I can do that now, so it's pretty cool, man. You just, know? I get to go around and wrestle and just kind of do that, man. Yeah. It's pretty... And you've had tryouts for WWE. Yes. You've had other, you know, outdoor opportunities, and but the, these are the first guys to snag you. And I guarantee you, everybody's like, oh, why didn't we... You know what I'm saying? Um, I really feel like they're going to have that reaction once they see what you're going to be doing. Um, again, is there some? You're 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 all over the place. You're all over the United States. Um, have you crossed borders, Mexico or Canada? Uh, no, not yet. Um, I haven't no, gone to uh, Mexico or Canada to wrestle over there or anything. I uh, just been wrestling around here, kind of just seeing what happens. You know, I feel like uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Mexico. There's a lot, uh, not much going on in Canada. I feel like, right? Uh, but. Uh, but I feel like in Mexico, there's so many wrestlers, bro. Like, I yeah. feel like if I go up there, it's just going to be like, oh, okay, another Mexican. Right, right. You know? But over here, I'm, I'm It almost gets like that in Texas a sometimes, little bit. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be like, you got to, you know, yeah. kind of like, you know. So let me ask you this. Now that we're talking about this, before we get real racist, I'm luckily we don't have any FDA followers or anything um, on podcasts. But when you go up north, is it different? Is there less Hispanic um, wrestlers uh, and your yeah. style's a little more yes, standout Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. But it, it's a, I don't know, man, like, I don't, I don't really care about it, but yeah. some, like, 
people have told me before that they feel re- really bad about it and whatnot, or they're like, hey, you shouldn't let them say stuff like that. But there's a lot of racist people out there, you know. Yeah. I, went, I went to work to show in Mississippi, and this guy, as soon as I came out, he was calling me like a beaner and stuff, and I'm just like, uh, like yeah, I'm a bad guy right now, but yeah. should you really be calling me that? You know, right, right, right. Like, uh. Uh, most most of the time when they do, when I come out there and like people are just being racist, I kind of just look at them like, hey, man. Is that really what you want to do right now? Like, yeah. Is that, is that really where we're going? Because cause I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be racist back to you because you know, that's not what I do. Yeah. But I am gonna mess with you now, man. Because you're just you're just stepping you're stepping yeah. boundaries right now. Well, man. so what do you do in those situations? Uh, I kind of just uh, to me I don't really care because I'm like to me when I'm out there I'm not it's not really me it's just, it's just Gina out there it's right just Gina out there and. Gino doesn't really really care. So if you tell me stuff like that, guess what? You're gonna get it back. And when you get it back, you just gotta kinda you know yeah. you know you know you take try, it. You try <laughs> to turn the crowd against that guy, like well, so, are you like, so Whoa, most of the time, this guy Most you know? of the time the crowd kinda just gets it right, right. off the bat, like, Oh, hey man, you shouldn't be saying that, like, you know what I mean? But uh uh because it's usually just one guy, man. It's not yeah. like it's not the whole crowd, it's usually just one guy, man. I remember uh we're gonna get really racist now. Let's okay. do it, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Nate's leaving. Nate's leaving the room now. Huh? We're, at, we're at Mississippi, man. Yeah. Okay. We're wrestling at this little like I don't know. It was this little like farm-looking place, all right? And then uh, I come out. As soon as I come out, they're like, "Oh, burritos, taquitos, and like random Mexican food." I mean, right. right? Just screaming that. And who doesn't love burritos? I'm just like I'm an advocate for the burritos. I'm just right. like what? And I come out, and there's like there's this group, there's this group of black guys, right? And I look at them, right? And they look at me. And they're looking at me kind of like, yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, bro. And I turn to the side, and there's a Confederate flag. No. <laughs> hanging. Yes. And I look at the flag, and I look at them, and they're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, we kind of just clicked there. I was like, yeah, man, this is, this is very awkward right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Is there working. ever a time where you're actually, like, a little, like, scared? Like, No, never, never. It's going to get weird, you never. know? I feel like... Uh, I feel like if anything, it's weird or whatever. I feel like I can just kind of like take care of myself or whatever. And plus, mm-hmm. I got a group of you know people in the back that yeah, you know, yeah. if anything is out of control, they come out there. That's that's rule number one in wrestling, man. Oh yeah, the fan people. jumps out there, man. Oh, it's all yeah. happening, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I remember uh, working at the Armadillo Flea Market uh-huh. once. There was this guy. Uh, he tried to jump the board, the little, the little board. The, the, uh, he jumped the board. <laughs> Whoa! He tried to jump. Where he tried to jump go? the rail. He tried to jump the rail, and all the, everybody from the back just came out and just started like getting on the guy. You seemed like you were a part of that whole deal. Oh, I was just watching it at, at the point. I was I was new, so I wasn't wrestling yet. I was okay. just like, oh, what's going on? Well, you but, see. That stuff, it happens in wrestling, and it happens a little bit more than you think. You know, uh, piggybacking off what you said, I remember uh, uh, Byron Wilcox, shout out to Byron, when he was the Angel of Sin, me and him uh, wrestled in New Caney. And, man, so we're going at it, and we're two African-American guys, and we're wrestling, and, man, some of the most racist stuff started coming from the crowd. I mean, I can't say it on the air, but it was just, (laughs) hey, Kill each other, you and it's all and it's like, man, are you serious? Yeah. And it's just at this day and age, it just trips you out that you come to a wrestling show, we're gonna entertain, we're gonna do all this stuff, but we can lead that at home and they don't, right? Yeah. And then you talking about the uh somebody jumping over the rail. I remember I was at, at Armadillo Two and we were doing the show. And this guy just jumps in the ring and he gets in the ring announcer's face and it's just like, where do these people get that from, right? 
You know, he yeah. looked. He didn't leave without his teeth. Yeah, you know that yeah. is crazy, brother. Wait. Yeah. Speaking of um, not racism, but you just wrestling around. <laughs> um, we can talk about racism. Yeah, speaking of the racism, um, have you? Uh, what What are some just standout matches, man? You feel like you've had of maybe some guys that people haven't really heard their name too much. Um, you want to throw a shout out out there? Just is there somebody uh, you or you were super excited? Um, not even that. Maybe people that have people have heard of that you were just super excited. Like you know, you know. And you're, you're cool, Gino, right? You're super laid back about everything. Um, what makes you pop? Who makes you pop that you're like, I've been doing this my whole life, and I can't believe I'm in the ring with this guy right now? Um, oh man, I'm trying to say. Uh, you know who's really good? Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is really good. I don't Absolute. Know if yes, yes. He was just an NWA uh, last night. He's pretty good, man. I got to wrestle him a couple a couple weeks ago at uh, Lucha Brutal mm-hmm. up in Dallas. And uh, that was pretty fun, man. He's he's a, he's a good guy. Uh, he's good in the ring. I heard you were soon to be like. a tag team champions of Lucha Brutal. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I heard. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's word on the street. I mean, you might have said it, and we might be spreading that word, but still. <laughs> yeah, man. If um, I make it to the finals, you know, yeah. you got you got Ricky Starks, man. I'm, but that's one of the guys. I'm pretty sure a bunch of people already know about since uh, last night. You know, watching this promo up in uh, NWA. You know, you got him, and then I'm trying to think of somebody else. Uh, I just uh, wrestle a guy. Uh, his name is Arpentico. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrestles in uh, for MLW from MLW. Uh, MLW. I was gonna say MLW. Yeah. MLW. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wrestles there. Uh, he's pretty good. He's he's from Mexico. Uh, he re- he wrestles mostly over there. But uh, I got to wrestle him a couple of, like two weeks ago, Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fun, man. Pretty fun. Uh, got to wrestle him. Uh, I'm trying to think of some different guys. You know. Have uh, you been able to? And I know it was set up and. Kind of pushed around, didn't work out. Have you been in the ring with Pentagon or Phoenix? No, no, yeah. never, yeah. never. Yeah, uh, you were supposed to wrestle a couple of months ago, right. but anything it's happened. Something I, they, one of them got hurt. Yeah, yeah, match yeah. Or whatnot, so it, it didn't happen. But you know, stuff happens for a reason. You right. know, uh, I was pretty excited to wrestle Dr. Wagner, Jr. and the son. That was pretty mm-hmm. funny. You know, kind of like. Kind of, you know, what I was talking about earlier, saying that I kind of uh, grew up around the lucha libre business, yeah. and just pro wrestling. Uh, Doctor Wagner, man, he's like, he's like, I don't know, man, he's like the Hulk Hogan in Mexico, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So like, uh, uh, kind of getting being in the ring with him, and then just looking at him, man, I was just like, damn, this is this is crazy. And then just looking at his mask, and his mask is so iconic, man. Cause it's Dr. Wagner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see the you see the mask everywhere. You know, it's it's either his mask, uh, Rey Mysterio's mask, Blue Demon's mask, or Santos mask. Right. That you see it. Or and, not uh, Pentagon. Not Pentagon. And uh, Mil Mascaras. Yeah, yeah. King, as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you you see those masks everywhere, man. So just being in that ring and then looking at that mask, man, I was like, oh, oh, this is this is really happening, man. Uh, and then looking looking to my right. And then seeing uh, Ultimate Dragon in my corner, I was like, yeah, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. what is life right now, man? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, man. And so, those are the moments, man, that yeah, I really like to hear yeah, about. Because uh, I know there's a thing in wrestling where everybody tries to be too cool and not really, oh, man. Uh, you no. know, mark out or yeah. whatever. But uh, I, I really like to watch pro wrestlers um, remember why they got into it in the first place. Because word, st- word on the street, Gino, is that Edge is making might be making his return. He got cleared. That's yeah. word on the street. Yeah, Isn't man. that your boy? That's yeah, your, I mean, man, you that know, is, that is when fine. that match goes down, Gino <laughs> versus Edge, how you going to, you know? 
How yeah, you gonna I mean, respond? That'd be pretty cool, mm-hmm. but honestly, I'm not a big fan of like wrestlers coming back. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if you should be coming back <laughs> right now. Why are you here? Is it better to burn out or fade away? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's why I used to respect Shawn Michaels so much because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, he like he he got out of it when he was when he was good. Yeah. And he came back for that uh, thing at Crown Jewel, and I was like, ah. But yeah. you know it's, it's okay. He probably get the money or something. <laughs> but, uh, I feel that. I yeah, feel man. That. But uh, I was pretty. I was pretty disappointed when he came back. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. Man. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So you know, it's like hopefully. That's your boy. Yeah, I mean he looks like he's in really good shape too. You saw that uh, meme that was floating around where it was like a building coming down. And the smoke. Yes. And then Edge popped out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought of you the second I saw <laughs> You're at a local wrestling show. You're having a blast. In fact, you're having so much fun that you forget you are homeless. You don't have a place to live. After the show's over, after all the streamers are thrown, after all the bells are rung and the finishers are hit, you get out of that show and you call Anthony Macaluso with Realty Solutions. That's Anthony Macaluso at 409-789-6533. Whether you want to rent whether you want to buy, you just need a house. He is the man to call. In fact, he's a fellow wrestling fan. After he'll get you in a house, you guys can sit front row at the next indie local wrestling show. That's Anthony Macaluso with Realty Solutions. Check him out. 409-789-6533. Check it out, baby. I said, Mr. 409, what you got for my man? Man, Medina over here. Gino Medina, man, you know... Uh, a lot of people might not know this, but I've been knowing Gino for a good amount of time. First met him at Armadillo, IWE. I uh, was in the back. And just, uh, you know, older cat, I was just messing with him. And I seen him come up. You know, young guy, he got on the the, 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 the tight sweatpants. I never got it. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I would always give him grief about it, but it wasn't nothing disrespectful to him or nothing. It was just... Yeah, messing with them, little camaraderie and whatnot. I said, man, what's up with the talking pants? Talking about the skinny jeans. He's talking about skinny jeans, skinny Bruh, sweatpants. I was 16, man. I was 17. Right. I, said, <laughs> I just had to come up to him, man. You know, now his- older cat. Look, I enjoy my stuff a little bit baggy, a little, little right. the to it. And so I was just messing with him. I said, man, what's up with the skinny jeans, man? And he said something to me. This uh, was just etched in my memory. And he said, hey, man, the ladies like it. Boom. <laughs> the heartthrob was born. Yes. So, I mean, what we're really saying is that if you would have never asked him that question, he would have never gotten that mindset to become the Latin heartthrob. And if he was never the Latin heartthrob, he would have never <laughs> succeeded at Road. If he would never succeeded at Road, he would have never gotten signed to Major League Wrestling. You're so, welcome. without Nate Long <laughs> and your skinny pants. Oh, yeah. But the coolest thing about it was when I uh, said that to him and he hit me back with it, he didn't. It just, it was automatic. He was just, boom. I had it right there. He said what he said. And, I mean, (laughs) every time I seen him, it was always just joking and kidding with him, you know, and just stuff like that. But he never took offense to anything I said to him. It always took it in stride. And look at him from 16 when I met him to 23. He's just leaps and bounds, just growing constantly. Just every time I see him, he's always been the same, you know. Every time I come to him, I speak to him. You know, we chalk, chit-chat a little bit, whatever. He goes about his business. He's always been consistently the same. There's no, um, he got signed. He's still saying, what's up, Gino? What's going on with the pants, man? He laugh and he say something fly to me. But he's always the same Gino. And I can't do nothing but respect that. Right. So right now, you are one of the head trainers, I'd say, at Reality Wrestling. Um... Just signing with Major League Wrestling, is that going to stop your training here? 
Uh, not really. As I being should, a trainer, I should, still, I should still be around pretty, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the stuff I, I I am gonna be some of this we tape on during the week. Yeah, like Wednesdays, Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So maybe I won't be around for like you know maybe a week and whatnot. But other yeah. than that, I should be here. But major league wrestling is yeah. mostly on weekend type situations. Um, yes, their their main shows. Yeah, but sometimes they tape during the week. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the right. what, what. It's basically a job, and they're just like, hey, we need you for this date, right. and we need you for these dates. So I just gotta you know. Commit to all Get those there. dates, yeah. Right. Uh, which which is fine, you know. It's, yeah. it's fine, you know. I'd say basically it's a job, and I say that because to me it's not a job. It's wrestling, man. Yeah. It doesn't feel you, like you a job. You're doing it anyways. Yeah, 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 man. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'll go over here yeah. during the week. You yeah, know? man. Because almost every you know uh, person that we have on this show, um, especially when catching this younger crowd, this new crop of reality wrestling, man. When we talk about their training and we talk about what's made a difference in their life, your name always comes up. Um, <laughs> Um, let's talk a little bit about um, you taking these kids on a little journey. You piling them all on the bus. To hit it up, baby. Humble <laughs> Not actually humble, but humble. Yeah, yeah not yes. the real place, but the place Gino takes them. Let's talk about that. What is your mindset when it comes to training? Hold on, uh, I got, hold on. Before you get okay. started, get up here, man, baby. I'm pumped up. I'm excited, man. I'm finna pop a bang over here. <laughs> Cherry blade lemonade because when he talks, when you see. I, he has to tell you about it, but to see these guys go to Humble, Texas, man, it's just, if you're not ready for it, man, tell them about it, big dog. <laughs> tell them, talk to them. I, li- I was looked up to my uh, to my original, original, original trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was uh, Monje Negro. Mm-hmm. Oh, Monke- that's something black. Baby. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's me, a, baby. That's, that's a, a black monk. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. Is that mm-hmm. black monkey? Yeah. I need to work yeah. on my Spanish. Uh, <laughs> and basically. I thought we got a rid of the race. <laughs> oh, we're coming back. Here we go. <laughs> basically, he was really, uh, he was always very strict and very uh, mm-hmm. very serious about training. As soon as he, we, were, we were, like, getting that ring, it would, like, switch, man. He was just all business, man. He, he wasn't going to joke around with you. He was just... And he was going to make you do stuff, man. Uh, and I always looked up to that. I was like, okay, this guy. And then uh, when he started training me, he was around, like, 45-ish, you know, 50-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he could always go. I mean, he was always just going. He would never stop. He was never the trainer that was going to, like, hey, go do this and then do a roll right. and then do this. And then he just lays on the apron. This guy would get in there, do the roll, do the back roll, and then go hit the ropes and then do an up and over or whatever. He will show you, and then you have to do it that way, you know? He will give you an example. Uh, and I respect him for that, man. He as he, he he didn't have to do that, man. He, like I say, he was 45, 50 year, 50, I don't know, but uh, he was pretty beat up at that point. He had, like, probably had bad knees, you know, bad back or whatever. But every time he would get in there and do the stuff, you know, he put in the work that we were putting in. Uh, so I was respect that. So when I started training here, I kind of took that example I was like hey I want to be like him you know I want to like you know train like him I want to you know show them what you show me and I was basically like hey we're not cutting corners around here we're working you know if you want to cut corners go somewhere else you know and if you don't like it go somewhere else because it's just gonna be work man we're just gonna be here we're gonna be here working 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 and I I believe a lot of uh, I'm kind of I'm a Dragon Ball C mark man yeah yeah. (laughs) so I love as he's wearing a Dragon Ball G t-shirt right now he was referred to in our last podcast by Flood Dev go listen to Chapter Chess Radio your Goku Okay. They referred to you as Goku. <laughs> they did. Okay. They did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. But Dragon Ball C, 
Goku, okay? The reason I always loved Dragon Ball Z and Goku was because uh, he's the only, like, superhero, like, top, you know, you know, top main guys or whatever that he loses every now and then. But he loses and goes back and trains and trains and trains and comes back and fights and then he has a new form. And then he'll fight another guy and he'll lose. And he has to go back, train, 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 and he has a new form, you know? So he's just teaching uh, us kids that you gotta train and train, you know, prepare for stuff, and then go out there and he, you're gonna you're gonna do all right. Uh, so to me, that was always in my head, like, hey, I gotta train, I gotta keep training, like, you know, Goku likes to train, I gotta train too, you That's know. Awesome. And that was that to me, you know. I I watch, I still watch it right now when I when I'm at home, I don't have anything yeah. to do. I just pop with Dragon Ball Z, and uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty inspirational. I feel like mm-hmm. you know, just watching uh, you know, a Goku, and then watching that, and then watching uh. You know, uh, my, my my original trainer, Monje Negro, seeing that and then seeing like different examples and kind of yeah. like you know seeing what to do and what not to do and like you know stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I feel like it's just the work ethic, man. I just want to work ethic and I just want people to right. do stuff. I don't want excuses. I just want people to work, man. Uh, which which like, goes down to uh, I like respect pro wrestling a lot, man. I. It's, it's what I love. You know, it's my right. passion. So when I see people coming into wrestling. And they want to be a wrestler as well, but they want to cut corners. To me, is a is a, a spin in the face because you're like you want to come in here and you want to call yourself a wrestler. And you don't want to put in the work. Like nah, man, that's not how it works around here. Yeah, yeah. Um. So when we say you know, I mean Nate mentioned it, taking them to humble Texas. What does that mean? For the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, so they usually ends up with them throwing up, man. Throwing <laughs> yeah. up with them throwing up. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, leading up to my WWE trial, right? Uh, I mean, I think it was like thirteen people throw up. Yeah, and you were hanging. Yeah, man. I made I made them all throw up, you know, and you know, in the span of like a couple of months and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. I just it's just kind of like a bunch of blow up drills. Stuff like yeah. that, running the ropes. You know, I can't tell you what it is because you got to come to Reality Wrestling. Oh, I like that plug. But, reality Wrestling School. But cue commercial right here. Boom. Thank you so much for listening to Chop to the Chest Radio. You're hearing amazing stories from these amazing performers. You're thinking to yourself, I've always wanted to do that. And now you can. Check out realityofwrestling.com and get information on the Reality of Wrestling Training School. Be trained, mentored, and guided by Hall of Famer. Booker T, WWE legend Booker T, will start you in this crazy business of professional wrestling. RealityWrestling.com. Check it out. Live your dream. Do it now, baby. <laughs> I don't know if a commercial's going to start there, but it'd be cool if it did. Uh, mm. But yeah, man, it's just that. Uh, it's just me just get, getting on you and like going back to my trainer. Just... Kind of putting that example, you know, show, right. showing people, like, hey, this is how you do it. This is how I want, I want it to be done. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be working through it, man. Because when it comes down to it, I'm a, I'm 23, man. I'm pretty young. So, yeah. like. People are uh, blown away by that. People are, like, <laughs> when they talk to you and they're trained by you, they always are, like, in awe. Of, they're like, I cannot believe he's so young. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, you have yeah. such a, a career ahead of you already. Um, yeah. How does it make you feel that all the lives that you're actually impacting. And I, I, do, you, do, you, do you realize the weight of... Um, you're like, man, I'm just going in there doing my thing, but you're transforming these lives of wrestlers yeah, like man. nobody else in Texas can. To me, to me, that's, pretty, that's, a, that's a cool part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, being able to, like, uh, 
You see a girl like Jennifer, you know, she loves she loves wrestling. She loves yeah, wrestling. She yeah. loves wrestling. We had her on the podcast. Seeing somebody like Kylie, you know, somebody like you know, like mm-hmm. uh, like Sack, because uh, Sack came in when he was pretty young as well. Yeah, uh, he came in for a fantasy camp, I believe, and then seeing him from that, and then coming back again, and then seeing them now. You're like, oh, okay, I helped him, you know, I helped him do that, you know, I helped him, you know, mm-hmm. I, we helped him, we gave him the tools, and then, you know, helping him out in the ring and whatnot, and then you see somebody like Jen, you know, where I saw her the first day she came to school, and see her now, you know, Jenna Lynn, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool to see, man, because you're like, uh, in a way, I'm helping people, you know, you know, follow their dreams. And, and change their lives, yeah, man, transform their yeah, lives, man. yeah. So, for me, that's pretty cool, man, I get to, uh, I, I feel like uh, if, uh, if I die tomorrow, man, I want I want to be known for that, you know, making yeah. people's dreams come true and you know helping them, you know, you know make those dreams dreams come true, man, man, making them become professional wrestler, brother. Ooh, that's right. Somebody's out there. They're listening. What can they expect to sit in a training session? Of um, Mr. Gino Medina. I can't tell you that, man. I already told you, man. You yeah, nothing. You gotta come down to. Well, I mean, not exactly moves and everything. It's a, but. It's a lot of. Uh, to me, it's a lot of like. Uh, Conditionally and drills, right. you know what I mean, because you gotta you 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 gotta learn how to like be in the ring, be right. tired, but still be able to go, man. Right. Uh, you see a lot of guys that get tired and they start getting let's like, talk about, sloppy. Let's let's talk about that. Sloppy. Have 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 you had anybody under the the tutelage of Gino? Um, just like I'm done, bro, and you never see him again. Has that? Has that? And people walk out that you can't hang with what you're teaching. Yeah, not asking you to say names. Yeah, but, not names. But, but you know, you came across someone, and or just been physically mad at you for driving them. Oh yeah, to that point. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a time like the probably the whole school was mad at me because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like the week before my tryout. No, so, like. People are like going to the restroom and like acting like they were like throwing up. I'm like, you're not throwing up. You're just tired. Everybody's yeah. really throwing yeah. up. <laughs> and then uh, everybody. Booker's like, why ain't none of my toilets flushing in here? <laughs> They're all clogged from vomit. Yeah, Booker you know? loved it, man. Booker was no. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember that week. Everybody was just mad at me just because I was doing all the conditioning, man. Man, let's talk about this. I had a friend today. We were having a conversation. I was cutting hair, and he's going through a lot of rough times in his life. And um, he just got this hand surgery thing, and out of nowhere, his hand, like, he got an infection inside. He broke a bone, didn't realize it was a little chip. It got infected. He had it cleaned out. Um, and then he went back, you know, for checkup, and the doctors were like, there's still an infection. It's eating away at your bone, blah, blah, blah. So he's been in this arm thing for, like, months and just changed his whole life because he can't do what he's supposed to do with his messed up hand. Um, so we had this whole conversation just about like, man, sometimes things look bad and you don't, you don't see the bigger picture. You don't see how that's going to be, you know? And, um, anyways, I say all that to say, man, your WWE tryout, you know, I know you, we, we, we were hanging out. I was cutting hair at the time you were coming to me and, and we were talking and you were super excited, man. And you know, you were one of the first people you told, you said, Hey man, don't tell anybody I'm hype. I need to say, and, um, you know, I saw that, that journey and excitement of you going out and not making it. Um, WWE didn't reply back or hasn't yet. We'll say that. Um, but that did change the way you trained, I'm guessing, for that. Mm-hmm. Or you've always hit that. Yeah, you've yeah, always been I on was, that level. Uh, they did reply. They did reply to me. Uh-huh. But it was never – nothing ever came. Right. We, we just didn't – but what I'm saying is out there, these people listening, they think, oh, you don't make WWE, it's over. There's nowhere, oh, that's that's it. And I feel like just watching you, and you're, again, 
with that because you were training for WWE, you made the entire school step up. You know what I'm saying? Which I think left a lasting impression, and it's still constantly when I, we're in here and we kind of poke our heads after the podcast. We're doing the training, man. The the like exactly what you were talking about, the humble Texas thing, where you're pushing them and pushing them, and pushing them to reach another level. Um, you know, some people would look at that and go, "Oh, I didn't make it to WWE, whatever." But nothing stopped you. You're like, "Okay, well, that's one thing. Let's." Yeah. Let's go on to the next. And now, yeah. look at you signed to Major League Wrestling. Yeah, so. man. Well, it's just it goes back to what what I said, like being in this podcast. My yeah. thing has just been working every time. Working, man. I just keep working. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like slow down the way that I work. I'm not gonna yeah. speed up or whatever. I'm just gonna keep doing it, man. I'm just gonna keep working and working and working. And honestly, when it when I for me that I've stuck to that stuff just kind of came my way stuff just kind of started come to get, coming together man if I just every time I just work and work and work I just stuff just starts coming together man like kind of like the WWE trial I never asked for a trial uh, it just came to me man right. I, was, I just try, I was trying to be the hardest person in the school yeah. you know I'll say it. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've always tried to be the hardest person in the school and in the state man just wrestling man I'm just trying to be you know just trying to work you know and, uh, has, there, the, has there ever been a point in your career that you were done? You were thinking about hanging up the boots? No. Not no, once? Never, never. It's beautiful. No. Uh, Why? It, I, I just love it too much, man. There's not really anything else that I would, like, actually, you know, love to do. I've done other stuff before. I had other jobs. And I'm just like, this is not for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, go to college and then, like, uh, so you can make, you know, good money and, like, you know, do this so you can make money and maybe go to work here. You'll make some good money. But, man, it's not about the money, man. Right. <laughs> it's really not, man. It's just uh, you can't. When you die, what's going to happen to that money? You know, just, just going to stay here. You're going to be dead. You know, just live your whole life just to work, you know, pay bills. For me, when I die, I want to take those memories of wrestling Dr. Wagner and like looking to my to my side and seeing Ultimate Dragon you know being a kid and then you know just loving that moment and when I die I can be like hey man I I died doing this when I think about my dad man uh, uh, my mom <laughs> my mom gets mad at me because I say this <laughs> yeah. but when I talk about my dad uh, she's like yeah like your dad passed away when he was pretty young like one that like like uh, make sure to you know, take care of yourself one that you know, uh, you know, it's pretty dangerous. She talks about wrestling and whatnot. But I'm like, yeah, like, he died pretty young, but I'm pretty sure he, like, loved every moment of it, you know, because mm-hmm. he, he was out there every 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 night wrestling, man, wrestling a bunch of people from Mexico. He wrestled Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Jericho, you know, all of, uh, you know, Dr. Wagner, a bunch of a bunch of different guys. So uh, I'm pretty sure he was... I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying he... he uh, he wanted to die, but I'm saying he mm-hmm. he enjoyed his life, man. He enjoyed uh, you know what he did and his uh, his moments and uh, when he was alive, he he enjoyed every single moment of it. Man. Well, you know, I, I think it's uh, when you decide to become a wrestler, like uh, many of us have, it's uh, you you're cut from a different cloth. And I mean, not just to say, hey, I'm a wrestler, I want to be a wrestler. I mean, to actually do it, to actually go through the training to actually do everything that you got to do then to get your boots to lace them up and to get in front of a crowd you got to be different because i mean you said it before there's so many people who say man i want to be a wrestler i want to be a wrestler take that bump yeah it's not for me and that's fine but to continue going and going forth on that journey you're cut from a different cloth and 
you know, you talking about the WWE tryout and everything, and you know, y'all it didn't line up. You know, I'm I'm I truly believe in fate mm-hmm. and it's seasons, right? And maybe it didn't line up for a certain reason. It's not saying that you can't go back to that, but it's it's something different was meant for you, right? And so you, you know, MLW, do your thing, man, and it's. Who knows what happens down the right. line? How many guys that you know that, that was passed up on? Like, for instance, uh, you, you hear about the rappers, right? Like Kanye West. He was shooting out his demos. Didn't nobody want to fool with him, right? Next thing you know, boom. Hottest rapper, hottest producer ever, right? And everybody kicking themselves about it, right? Yeah. I believe the same thing. I'm not calling you Kanye because you're crazy, <laughs> but I'm like saying, so, yeah. you know, MLW, like, they're yeah. like, man, all right, yeah. we got something. Everybody else, man, they got, mm, exclusive, they got them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I truly believe yeah. that. I don't even think I would want to be in WWE right now. Yeah. Because there's so many guys, man. And there's you might just, get thrown yeah, to the wayside. Yeah, there's a lot of good guys there right now. And, and they're, they're not, not doing anything with right? yeah, yeah, so it's just like. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you? Well, yeah. My, my whole point of that again, man. We're love letters to local wrestling. We understand that most of our audience is made up of wrestling fans, a little more on the inside of the of the business and wrestlers. Yes. So, man, I I think the Gino story because you're so well connected with a bunch of people who do listen to the podcast and you're so invested in their lives and their trainings and and people just know like uh, they. I'm pretty sure they hear about your work ethic and getting. To another levels, man. I really just wanted to hear the story of no matter what's thrown at you, not giving up. Um, and Major League Wrestling isn't the end game. Like mm-hmm. this is, I think, the beginning of something more amazing. Like, oh, I signed here. Let's see what's next. And um, I, as I say that, what can we expect from Major League Wrestling and Gino Medina? Uh, you're definitely gonna see me a lot more now. Mm-hmm. See me all over the place. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, you're gonna see. I'm, I'm just gonna keep getting better, man. So I feel like, like I said, I'm excited to go wrestle the Austin areas, the low keys, and just, you know, just getting in the ring with them. It's it's only going to make me better, man. So next time I'm here at the Reality Wrestling, you're going to see a better Gino, man. Next time you see me up in Dallas, you're going to see me, you're going to see a different Gino, you know. Mm -hmm. You're going to see a different and better Gino. I'm going to keep evolving, you know. This whole time I've just been evolving, man, from Thunder Jet. I've been Thunder Jet. I've been Ninja Turtle, bro. <laughs> I've been a, I've been a mask crazy medic, bro. I've been TJ Luis falling out of rinks, man, to being mm-hmm. Gino now, man. Uh, so and you're uh, keeping the Gino character in, yeah, in yes. MLW. Yeah, Gino Medina, man. Yeah, I need a last name, man. So I'm like, might as well use my real last name. That's you know, awesome, Gino Medina. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, so. I'm just gonna keep evolving, man. Keep, and your your working. Gino name, and I know we talked about it before, but it came from a Houston wrestler, yes, correct? Yes, yes, Gino Hernandez. So it's almost yeah. like you're taking that that Houston, that where I'm from, with you wherever yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know, yes. repping yes. H Town, uh, baby. You know, Booker Booker uh, loved Gino Hernandez, man. Yeah. And the, there are a lot of people love uh, Gino Hernandez. Uh, so when I, you know, we talked about it before, yeah. but when I when I started wrestling, he was like, hey. You're going to be Gino. I'm just like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. And he's NWA, right? Big NWA guy, I think. Was he NWA? He was mostly like, uh, he wrestled a lot here in, in Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what, was it? what was the place called? In Dallas, the Sportatorium. Sportatorium, yes. The Sportatorium. He wrestled a lot there. He wrestled here in Houston as well yeah. for uh, Paul Bosch as well. Yeah, Paul Bosch as yes, well. Yes, uh, I always equate Paul Bosch with NWA. But maybe. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm uh, probably going to get heat for not knowing stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got him in trouble. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't know, you know about the business, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Brother, man. Um, if nothing else, man, like I said, we heard you got signed. I called you, said jump on this podcast. 
we were already talking about it anyways. The three peat triple crown chop to the chest award winner. I'd say that you're the first person to get three times on here. Uh, man, we stink and love you, Gino, man. We're so proud of you. Um, we're inspired by you. And I'm not just blowing smoke because, man, <laughs> you know, we, we've had conversations off the air or whatever, just private ones where um, everything you do for somebody who, who, an outsider watching this beautiful painting of wrestling that's being created, this beautiful storyline, this beautiful art piece, man, you do it better than almost anybody that steps in that ring. Um, and um, I'm excited just to, to see where you're going, brother. So we just want to, from top to the chest, from me personally, Chevy Chavry and Nate, man, just we stick and love you. We're Thank proud you. of you. We're, we're, we're amazed. And I know, like I said, we're just scratching the surface of what Gino's going to be. And so I get excited just kind of watching you so young in your career, man. Um, it's going to be beautiful. Nate, you want to say anything? Oh, man, no. Nah, I mean, you pretty much covered it all. I just want to say... Brother, like I'm saying, from knowing where you came from and where you're going, I'm just excited just to see, um, you know, the canvas and you holding the brush, man. Just paint that picture and paint it the way you want it to. And, man, uh, we're definitely rooting for you. So wherever you're going, uh, Orlando, uh, Canada, <laughs> across the pond, you know, wherever we're throwing up that H, Holland and Gino, man. I mean, right. definitely do whatever you do, it, do it on your own terms and do it to the best of your abilities like we know you're going to. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Mr. Gino, Appreciate anything you, you want to leave our audience with? Uh, just, you know, stick to uh, MLW, Major League Wrestling, where you can catch El Fino Divino Gino Medina, El Intocable. Beautiful, beautiful. It's your boy, Shave Shavri, the excellence of podcast execution with my man, Mr. 409, Nate Laws. I usually let you tell them what it is. You know how we do. We love local wrestling. Go catch a local wrestling show. I just want to end it on Gino's words like that, my man. You know, n nothing else needs to be said. Major League Wrestling, new signee, Gino Medina. We stink and love you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. We just want to send a giant shout-out to our boy, Gino Medina. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, again, we just want to say from all the boys at Chop to the Chest Radio, we are so proud of you, man. You're just making all these hometown boys just excited to be a part of your story, to watch it grow, just to watch you do what you do. From from all the hard work in the ring to every ounce of anything you've poured into any other wrestler um, to make them better, bro. Just sincerely, thank you and all you do. We see your hard work paying off. You see what it looks like to put in the time, to put in the work, and then watch it all happen. And, and just magic, bro. Just magic. So thank you so much. Congrats on the signing to Major League Wrestling. You guys go look up Gino, look up Major League Wrestling, follow everything that he does, because he is stinking uh, amazing. Um, we will back him up. Chop to the chest radio, full and anything he does, man. So um, just thank you for being a friend to us. Again, next week, be super excited. We are hanging out with the godfather of Houston wrestling. That is Aiden Cristiano. Aiden Cristiano will be on the show just talking his history in wrestling, how he got started, familia, where they're going, primetime wrestling gear, everything that is Aiden Cristiano, we're talking next week. So you guys tune in, be there, shout out to all our sponsors. That is Beyond Burger, that is Rockin' Rivers, Jumpin' House, and Party Rental, that is Toxic City Comics, that is, we, I'm actually recording this outro at our newest um, sponsor, State of the Art Barbershop, 815 West Main in League City, Texas. So, um, Reality of Wrestling, shout out to all you do for us. Thank you for letting us hang out with your boys and just hearing their story. I am stinking out. Tune in next week. That is Aiden Cristiano, baby. Let's do this. This is your boy, Chevy Chavre, the excellence of podcast execution. And shop to the chest radio. Woo! The podcast.
podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.